Hey guys, here we are with Not All About Fitness. Let's I'm get into this. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Angelo Cisco, and today we're here with Adam Greenberg from Lurong Living, and uh, he's gonna tell us a little bit about his company, how he got started with uh, through it with fitness, and a little bit of his background with uh, some professional baseball. Cool. Get into it, Adam. So professional baseball, I think, is definitely something that is you're probably very proud of yeah. in your career. So tell us about that, how that came to be. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I grew up playing baseball. Uh, I played three sports in high school, baseball, basketball, and soccer. Um, nowadays, that's kind of shunned upon to uh, not be sport-specific. Um, but for me, that's what I love to do, so that's what I did. Um, and it gave me a lot of different skills. Uh, I know Jay was talking earlier about, you know, just the training systems and everything. So by playing different sports, you're doing some are more quickness, you know, agility wise, some are lo longer distance um, training the uh, training that system. Um, but just overall, it was just a great experience for me. But I always wanted to play Major League Baseball. I mean, from the time that I was five years old, growing up watching the Yankees and, and just being in love with with baseball. Um, so in uh, when I was 13, we uh, went to an AAU Field of Dreams, basically out in Iowa. We won the national championship, and I was like, "Wow, we're playing against guys all over the country," um, and I was able to compete at that level. So, of course, I, I'm good enough, yeah. right? In, in my Absolutely. mind, that's what that was the the, the real thing that kind of turned uh, turned up that I'm going to dedicate more of my time in baseball. Um, and uh, I, I got an opportunity to go to University of North Carolina Chapel Hill on a, on a baseball scholarship and took the journey, was ACC Rookie of the Year my freshman year, um, awesome. after you know, being a 5'8 and 3 quarters white Jewish yeah. kid from Guilford, Connecticut, <laughs> with no chance of, yeah. you know, uh, of, of making myself into a professional athlete. But um, What position did you play? I was a center fielder. Okay. Um, I started, uh, started the career as a first baseman to emulate Don Mattingly, moved to shortstop because I, was, I could do that. Yeah. And then my freshman year, the, uh, the coach said, you're too fast, and we have a senior that's a shortstop, go out in center field, um, go chase the balls down. And, greatest thing that he ever did yeah. for me but um you know it was it was really cool because in 2002 was my uh uh my i was eligible for the draft and the chicago cubs drafted me chicago Woo. um <laughs> and uh, they picked me in the ninth round and there there began my my journey um but i guess let me let me back up for one second because it's kind of part of your your show and, yeah. And, yeah. and the crossfit space when i went to unc chapel hill it was my introduction to olympic lifting yeah and we had the PVC pipes and we spent I mean you we weren't allowed to touch a barbell for weeks on end and until your form was impeccable then you graduated to a barbell um, but that was the, the thing for me that was like oh my god I found explosive power um, so cleans uh, we did snatches we did front squats and back squats yeah, the whole nine absolutely. but it was it was Olympic lifting and that was just amazing um, so now I'll take that and we'll, we'll come back to the story later, but why that's important for me. Uh, I had a great college career and that's what we did from a lifting standpoint. Um, then I got drafted by the Cubs 2002, uh, played a half season with the team in Lansing, Michigan, got promoted to a double or single A Daytona. So I was in Daytona for a couple years actually. Um, and then in 2005, I got my, my opportunity, my call up to the big leagues. Um, awesome. So it was, uh, it was a, an amazing journey up, and then my, my first at-bat, first pitch in the major leagues, it was Sunday Night Baseball. Um, I mean, you want to talk about, like, life is, it, I'm on cloud nine, top of everything, and sign my contract. I'm a big leaguer. Yeah. Um, first pitch, ninth inning, I got hit in the back of the head with a 92-mile-an-hour fastball. Um, that was my welcome and introduction to Major League Baseball. Um, 
unfortunately, I mean, I, I grabbed my head instantly. I thought it, my head was split open. My yeah. eyes rolled in the back of my head. I said, stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. You know, not, not the normal things you'd, you'd say uh, yeah. in your first major league at bat. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, what, what transpired is basically the story that has defined my life. Um, uh, I had positional vertigo for two and a half years. I had vision issues and started bouncing around organization to organization. Um, was able to kind of get the vision corrected. Um, it took two years to find a doctor that was able to do some uh, visual stimulation drills on with 3D glasses yeah. um, and uh, and everything like that. But overcoming the your top of the world, you get hurt. Well, you yeah. know the deal. Yeah. Um, you know this is what I was. I heard Jay talking about it with with basketball. Like this, what this is what I am. This is defined. This defines me. Um, but you know when you when you get hurt, it's like well now what? And what for me was, it's not that's not it. I'm not just gonna get hit in the head, and that's the end of my major league career. Um, so when the, when the training staff came over and, and my eyes came to and they looked me up and they sat me up and asked how many fingers and all, this, all those questions, the question that for me was like, what are you kidding? He said, where were you two days ago? And I looked at everyone and I was like, I was in the minor leagues and I'm not going back. And I meant it. And that's what I believed right then and there. It didn't matter what just happened. I'm a big leaguer. I knew yeah. enough to know that this, yeah, is, absolutely. this is where I am. This is where I want to be. Where do you attribute <clears throat> this resilience? I hate to cut you off, but this no. is what I was thinking about because I think that this is like really important. Where do you attribute this resilience to? Because this is something that is ingrained in you or taught or like, you know what I mean? So where do you attribute this to? So I think, I mean, obviously I had parents that allowed me to be me. Okay, so, so number one, they didn't put restrictions on what I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, I wanted to play on 1,900 teams. They were going to take me wherever I wanted. Yeah. Um, but they didn't put, they didn't put me in, in a box. But then I also had great coaching. I mean, at the end of the day, I was just asked this the other day, I, had, I was fortunate enough to play so many sports and have so many coaches. Certain coaches stand out in my head. Yep. And certain coaches pushed me and, the, and my team, and I'm specifically talking about soccer, pushed us to limits that nobody knew was possible. Um, in order to get a jersey as a, as a, in high school, for a high school soccer team, you had to run a two, uh, two miles in 12 minutes just to get a jersey. Now, you think about that now, that's maybe it's yeah. easy, but that's one thing you had to do. The very first day, the very first morning, we had triple sessions. We didn't touch a soccer ball any day for the first week until the third session of practice. We were a track team running sprints agilities two minute you know two miles this yeah. and that and i think that that was a part of like when you're when you're looking at other guys and you're like dude if you don't get to this line we have to all do this again so you're pulling them yeah. you're pushing yourself because you don't want to be the, the the weak link so i think you know part of it is is the coaching itself um the the, the conditioning and then just to be honest if you have it in your mind you set a goal and i always had goals Whatever sport I played, whatever thing I did in life, I had a goal. So it didn't matter what was going to happen and get in the way. I was going to overcome that. So I think the combination of being pushed and then and then setting yourself up with goals. Awesome. Sorry to interrupt. I just that was just running. No, no, absolutely. Really good. All right. So keep going. So uh, where was I? Not going back to the minors. Not going back to the minors. Definitely not. See, that's (laughs) where I. So it wasn't going back to the minors. But what I didn't know is it was going to take seven years six organizations, multiples of surgeries, and a national media campaign, really, to get enough attention to my playing ability on the field to get that opportunity. It took seven years, and um, 
you know, it was, it's pretty cool to have that amount of time go by, play for the Cubs, then the Dodgers, the Royals, the Angels, the Reds, the uh, an independent team in Connecticut, um, to to then and get to face the guy that hit me in the head, um, oh. you know, and get a hit off him it, during that journey. Yeah. Um, to uh, to then be able to announce it to the world and, and have uh, the president of the Miami Marlins while I'm on the Today Show with Matt Lauer, telling me I'm going to get a big league at bat with the Marlins, you know, and, and, and that was like everything that I had worked for and overcome and all the injuries and everything was like that seven year journey was made magical because now my story was out there, not for me, but it got to impact so many people's lives that they got to hear, oh my God, like second chances do exist, yeah. but not just you were handed it, you, you earned it. So I think that was, uh, that's been kind of We'll call it a defining moment. Moment for me was sure. to be able to share my story out with uh, with the world. Absolutely, it's awesome. Good stuff. So, baseball career's over, and then what? Eh, we got to back up. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep going. Because in 2009, okay. um, I got released by the Reds the last day of spring training, and and that was probably one of the most difficult releases ever because I hit close to 400 in spring training. They told me the last day I'd be in the big leagues, so to be released the day after that. Uh, because of guys getting sent down yeah. to minor leagues, accepting assignments, um, I got bumped. So uh, basically walking away, saying goodbye to the team and, and, and Dusty Baker, my manager, um, in tears, it was like, you know, what now? Um, but I wasn't done. I knew I could still do it, and I, my, I hadn't gotten back to where I needed to be to sleep at night for the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. I would have hold, held on to that forever. Um, <clears throat> so I started an independent ball in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, was doing really well. Three weeks into the season, I dove for a ball and I snapped my rotator cuff 90% all the way through. That is a point where it, when I tell my story, most of the time I, I, I build up with everything that happened and you guys would probably be like, maybe, uh, I, would, maybe I would keep playing, maybe I yeah. wouldn't. By the time I get to the, I tore my shoulder, nobody raises their hand. Mm -hmm. um, because at that point, the, the odds are so far against you that it's throwing not. Throwing arm? Uh, Non-throwing, okay. but you know, but still. still Absolutely. So, so now this is where the post-career post starts. Okay. At the time, I was introduced to Velvet Deer Antler. Okay? So my kinesiologist that I was working with introduced me to this product. And I had started working with him um, on a nutritional level after I was injured. And that was the first time that I understood that it's not just drugs that are going to get you better, like the medication. Mm -hmm. um, and he introduced me to whole food nutrition. He's like, if it's three ingredients or less, it's a whole food, you can eat it. Um, otherwise, he's like, wheat tests poorly on you, corn tests poorly on you, obviously stay away from sugar, dairy. And I'm li looking at the guy going, all right, what the heck do I eat? <laughs> yeah, what, do, like, what am I going to actually eat? Yeah. <laughs> so, so literally that was the, the in introduction, but he kind of did, um, he's a kinesiologist, so he would turn my muscles on that were off and introduce me to the, the human body, how it worked and yeah. how it operated. So that was really cool. But over the years, he put me on nutritional supplementation to my body specifically. When the antler came out, he sent it to me, and he's like, I want your teammates to try it and your friends and family. I'm like, wait, this is not, yeah. this is not normal. Why? He said 95% of his patients were coming back deficient in this substance as a whole. Now, what makes up the antler is everything your joints, cartilage, and bones are made up of. Natural anti-inflammatories are in it. Um, and so you, you start thinking, you're like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I don't, I don't eat anything in my diet that has that. Why does everyone have arthritis, joint pain, inflammatory issues? Yep. You start going through this, the, the lineage of stuff, and you're like, okay, it makes sense. But to me at the time, I didn't know any of it. 
I'm just like, okay, it's it's drug free, so and it's a whole food. Great, I'll I'll take I'll it. Take. Four and a half months of taking it, I was a for me my legs. I stole 55 bases that year, my career high by 20 stolen bases. Why? I was fresh. I felt good every day. It's not yeah better than I was, but consistently feeling good. Um, I played the whole entire season with a 90% rotator tear, with no Advil, anti-inflammatory, cortisone shot. And this is actually documented. It's like it really happened, it yeah. really existed. When the season ended, I stopped taking it. Just like if you stop working out, are you really gonna yeah. take protein shakes? No. I mean, that's just that it's our routine. Sure. So that's what I attributed to was, okay, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not gonna take it anymore. For the next three days, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't lift my arm past 90 degrees. And anyone out there who's ever had a shoulder injury or issue, you get it. It's not awesome. Um, and the pain is really, it, yeah, it will wake you up. So I had a, an absolute attribution to, okay, healthy, my, well, my lower half was great. And I felt I was getting looser quicker. I was stretching. I mean, uh, everything was awesome. But I had an injury too. When I got off of it, all the swelling, it didn't heal the tear. I'm not saying it was a miracle thing, but it got rid of enough inflammation where I was functional. And that proved to me the power of this substance. Yeah. So besides the fact that my teammates that were taking it were recovering, they had all their own, to my knees, my shoulder, my back feels amazing, and that's great. My dog who had an arthritic hip, who was supposed to be on pain meds the rest of her life, we were putting in her powder, and the powder in her food, yeah. the limp goes away. You don't tell an animal, hey. Yeah, you're taking this now. Dog, placebo here, uh, yeah, your, yeah, your limp's gonna go. So I had all that, that information that was coming back, but the, the kind of the icing on the cake was, I had to get back playing. Right. So I had surgery. It was October, call it 15th, of 2009. Still don't know CrossFit yet. <clears throat> so I have the surgery. Doctor says 10 to 12 months full recovery before you're back playing. Like 100%. Yeah. Maybe be back uh, seven. Throw, throw around a little bit. Five months to the date of surgery, I played opening game of that season. Loaded up on the antler. Beat my expectations by 50%. Backing it up into, it was, I think it was like December, January, I found CrossFit. A buddy of mine stops me in the middle of a grocery store. Gets in front of me, he's like, hey, Adam, what's going on? I hadn't seen the kid in 15 years. And I was like, nothing. And he's Who like. Who are you? Well, yeah. a little kind of because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't recognize him at the time. <clears throat> but he was a chiropractor in town. And uh, just super awesome guy. We played, against, we played with each other um, out in California before. Anyway. He, uh, he's like, dude, you, you're, you would love this workout thing that I do. And I'm like, all right, what's that? He's like, um, it's CrossFit. Okay, cool. Now, cool I knew I'd kind of heard about it, um, but whatever. So he's like, all right, th this is where it is. You, you got to go. So, all right, Keith, I'll, I'll go. It sounds cool. Because I was at the time, I was just doing my cleans and my, wherever I could. Um, usually at the high school gym, the weights yep. are just... Disgusting. I mean, Metal. Oh, <laughs> bars don't spin. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. So I walk into Shoreline CrossFit, and my first introduction is wait, music is blaring. People are dropping weights. There's rubber mats, rubber plates, yeah. bumper plates, and and it's like, okay, I I, I kind of dig what they have. And there's wait, there's a foam roll and a stretch band. I I kind of like this right now. Yeah. But nobody came up to me and said hello. Nobody. I mean. Because the class was going on. There's no front desk. There's nobody, like, greeting people. Yeah. So I was just waited around for a bit, and 
literally like two minutes away from walking out, one of the owners came up to me. Um, and thankfully, somebody that was there knew who I was and told the owner, and so they did their Googling in the back. Yeah. And so he came up and introduced himself, right? Not saying I am anybody, but it was just like... Yeah, absolutely. Sure. He You're came absolutely. up. Yeah, so it was, it was just cool. Um, so it was Dave Fume, and he literally said, after we talked for a while, he's like, hey, come in tomorrow, get a workout, just you and I. Um, and, and I, at the time, I'm scrambling for like, what, sh- what shoes do you wear? Like, what, 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 do, what, what do are I, we doing? What do I do here, yeah, right? Man. So um, I ended up buying, I don't even know what, I went to like, where just anything on clearance that kind of looked like, maybe it has a sole that's kind of flat, but it kind of be yeah. able to run, like I didn't know. And he put me through a workout and, and my calves were like locked up and I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going on, yeah. but I kind of dug it, but he, and he's like, at the end of it, he's like, listen, you come in here, I'll get you in the best shape of your life and I'll, I'll do it on the house. Like, I'm going to get, I'm going to help you get back to the big leagues. How are you going to turn that down? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, did I like what I just did? Yeah. Like, do I want to keep doing this? That was, that was yeah. kind of miserable, but I kind of dig it. So in the beginning of CrossFit, when you know nothing about anything, and you get on the rower, and the guy's like, keep it under 130, and do that for like 750 meters. You don't think, you're like... Okay, I guess I'll try this. Okay, you have no concept sure. of anything. If somebody says, hey, go run an 800, or you know, from here to there, and sprint, you're probably gonna be like, dude, that's a half mile. Like, no. no. But anyway, ignorance is bliss. Sometimes. Ignorance yeah, is right, totally yeah. bliss. But and, and me being a sprinter and a, and a speed guy, I'm like going out with everything 100%. So I die on everything that he was putting me through. Um, but the point was, that's where I found my home. And I found my not only my my home of this is where I work out, but like minded people, um, people who were independently passionate about whatever they did. Uh, and people going through the same things that I was going through. Yeah, sure. Bring you back to the, the roots of like the high school days of we're on a team and the college days and where yep, you're all doing absolutely. it together. Um, so it was, it was a really cool experience. Now, take in, I have this product that I'm using. Well, the product's amazing for me. It's amazing for all my teammates. And these guys are living off of Advils and yeah. like Costco bottles of ibuprofen that you're yeah. like, you, you'd you probably, probably die if you... Your liver's not in good shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a thing called an ulcer and like... So, just the way that I, I kind of do it, I just say, hey, you know, try this out. Just see what you think. Get off the Admiral for a little while and see how you see how you do. So, Dave and a bunch of the trainers there started taking it. And they all came back with the same result. And the same result was, dude, my knees feel... Yeah. You know how much they squat. Like, my knees don't they don't hurt like i'm able to get into it quicker and stuff like that so that's kind of the the introduction into lurong living lurong living's product into crossfit and my journey into crossfit and then from there it literally was just an evolution so i started kind of going out there i went to the affiliate gathering up at reebok so meeting all those guys and don hasselback started taking our products started loving it so now Reebok HQ is starting to take our products. But really what happened, we talked about challenges a little bit, and we'll get into that, but what I was going around seeing is what made CrossFit unique. Yes, the workouts are awesome. Yes, it's a community. Yes, it's great. But they had a firm grasp on nutrition. So when you first joined, it was you you, you do these workouts, you're introduced to proper technique because it's functional fitness, how to pick up your kid, how to move a couch, like real stuff. 
But beyond that, it was, at the time, it was paleo, right? Right. So at the time, it's paleo or fail. Guys, you, if you don't eat this way, number one, you're going to have all sorts of illnesses. Yeah. You're going to be sick. You're going to die you're gonna in be three fat. years. You're going to, like, all those things. Right. And to some degree, that's, it's fairly accurate. But what was happening was all these gyms were running their paleo challenges. You remember back in the day? It's on a whiteboard. Yeah. And it's, oh, Paul. Yeah. Like, I'm a member. What can I eat? Yeah. Oh, is this okay? And then you're the owner, and it's like, Angelo, can I do... And before you realize that you, the owner, and the trainers are like, to this, well, we know we need to do this, but what yeah. a nightmare. And I was, I was going around gym to gym talking about and educating our, the classes on the product okay. and seeing that there was a huge kind of disconnect with the education of nutrition. Absolutely. So you started Lurong. We had a deer, you had the deer antler product. Yep. And then you were just kind of... When you, as you were marketing that, you saw this need for this void for, for a streamlining way to run nutrition challenges. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Hundred percent. And what year did you start Lurong? Two thousand and eleven. No, two thousand ten. We incorporated. Two thousand eleven. We sold our first bottle. Okay, that's awesome. February twenty first, two thousand eleven. My it was my birthday, so my my partners like we'll we'll get it done for you that's by awesome. then. That's awesome. That's great. Good um, for you. So uh, so that that's when we started. We grew it, 2012. Um, I think I put out a, a Facebook message, and I'm not big on Facebook. I'm trying to be better. I know I need to. Um, but uh, I put out a message on our company page. Yeah. That was when whoever wanted to write on it could. So yeah. I wrote, um, be ready for the first ever national paleo challenge. Now, I hadn't told my partners that they were going to build it, but that's what was going to happen. Um, because I knew that there was, I knew that we could make this better. So that year, we, I had them build it, and I got some really smart partners and great guys. Um, technology met with design, met with the ability to, you know, understand nutrition, and and we put this together. And what I wanted to do was have every gym be their own team, and have every team make it competitive. CrossFit likes to yeah. compete, compete against all the other teams. Get sponsors. Well, I don't want money from sponsors. I want to promote your products if I believe in your products. So equipment or other supplements that we weren't promoting or yeah. you know clothing companies Absolutely. or what have you. Building the brands in CrossFit and getting them even bigger. Yeah. So uh, so people love prizes. So teams had to be a minimum of 20 to be eligible for grand prizes. But also individuals could win weekly prizes for comp, com, you know competitive, like top performers. So we really wanted to make, for the first time ever, we want the most out of shape person to be recruited to join the team, and then we want the Paul Bonos of the world to be recruited to help the performance. Because Paul's not gonna lose any weight or inches. And if he does, dude, stop, right? <laughs> we want you to perform well. We want you to eat clean because your, your, uh, your daily tracking of food, yep. not write everything down, but did you eat clean? You're gonna contribute to the team score. The person who's gonna lose a lot of weight, they're gonna contribute to the team score, most inches to team score. So you really do, unlike the opens, where it's truly strictly performance-based, which is awesome, we're going at, let's unify everyone. Yeah, like a combination. Yeah. yeah. So it's really about building up, because 99% of everyone is not the people that go to the games. Yeah. So it starts like with the baseline workout? Or yeah. Or how that works? Or how so really, structure? so over the years, what we've finally now got, we got rid of the term paleo, because that's, it's not all or nothing. Sure. So we have three levels of diet and three levels of fitness. In the beginning of the challenge, you jump, you join the challenge. You sign up under a team. So yep. CrossFit O'Hare. I'm going to join under CrossFit O'Hare. That's my team. It's up to me. I go into the gym. I take my body measurements and weight. 
there's a video. You click right up and you see how to take body measurements. So you try to make sure you get the same person to, to do it, just so you're just so it's accurate. So that the athlete inputs their score, just like the opens. Now the owner validates it. Yeah, that that's right. Like, yeah. He's he's not 300 pounds right now, and yeah. he's going to be 180 in a couple months or sure. five Possible. weeks. Um, you can do that. <laughs> but um, but so so that's the beginning, and then we, there is a benchmark workout, okay. and the benchmark workout is you have a week to do it. So we usually tell the, the, the box owner, listen, I know you, your program is perfect. And everything is, you know, you program 12 months out and everything is beautiful. Yeah. But we have Neil Maddox that does our programming. He, he kind of knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. And he has three, le- we have three levels of, of fitness. So you pick what fitness level works for you. But the gym owner, make it, make it big in the gym. We're going to do the workouts, the challenge workouts on Wednesday or Saturday morning, sure. whatever the yep. heck it is. So the athlete picks the level that they're going to do the workout. Whatever fits them, they do the benchmark, they input their score and their time into the system. Very easy to put their score in. Five weeks later, they retest body measurement, they retest weight, and they retest the workout. But they have to retest the same level that they did the beginning. Absolutely. Just so you have a yeah, true comparison. So it's valid. Test and retest. The, the, co- the cool features of it is the daily accountability. Right, because at the end of the day, you can be told to do this, but when you go home, who are you accountable to? Yourself. The system just asks six questions a day: breakfast, mid-morning, after, you know, lunch, mid-afternoon, so on and so forth. And we're not saying have to eat six meals, but in a given setting, what level did you eat? The elite level, the the pro level, or the starter level? And all it really means is what are key restriction and key allowances. Now, all levels we allow alcohol. Yeah. The caveat is six ounces of red or white wine in the elite level per day, you know, so on and so forth. So those certain things, ghee is allowed yeah. in the elite level. So just so somebody can kind of see it and be like, all right, this can work for me. We also have a five-week meal plan. So cool. people love that. Now, a five-week meal plan with a grocery list of week by week what to buy at the grocery store, food, and what utensils to make the food. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, the whole nine. It's, that's convenient. It's laid out crystal clear. Now, the point is that's your tool. That's your guide. It's just like, hey, these are your workouts. That's your guide. If you need to modify or you want to modify, go for it. We have a full recipe section. You can click what breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, smoothies, whatever. And, and that's your I don't have to think option. Okay. There's also a food, uh, food database search because this challenge platform is intended to change lives. It's not intended to be a five-week fix of like, oh, let's lose some weight. This is a lifestyle change. So the good recipes, wow, eating healthy can taste good. The food search is there to really say, okay, I understand the levels and why I'm eating at a certain level or what the benefits are, but also even break down the specific food. Wheat, bad. Okay, well, why, why, why wheat, bad? <laughs> you search, and it'll actually say what level, and then you can click on the more information, and just a few sentences pop yeah, up. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Because at the end of the day, I don't want somebody to have another full-time job. Right. We all have enough stuff on our plate, but it, but we also want to be able to empower ourselves to empower others. I just had a little. I just had a, a son three months ago. My life has changed forever. <laughs> but what I look at him and I say, I want to put the most people possible around you that are going to give you the best chance to succeed. And be healthy. Yeah. Because if you're around people and all of a sudden you see birthday cakes, you know, starting to be, well, I'll say paleo cakes, but just something like that, or or the snacks start to change, um, or what what everyone else is doing instead of the juice boxes, they're having clean, you know, clean drinks, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. things like that that you're like, 
okay, that's the lifestyle that I want to provide the legacy for my, for my son. Um, and then for, for the boxes, CrossFit, it's, it's for the people here, but it's also to spread the message of fitness. So no matter what is opening up around, it's people are getting into that functional fitness. It may not be specifically CrossFit, but you know what? Good for people to get out there and start Absolutely. doing that. So I think that's the, that was the goal of this whole platform was really to empower people, change their life, impact it, give them, the, give them every tool under the sun, give them the accountability, become a part of a team, and, and literally be able to be like, Paul, you're, dude, what are you doing every night? Like, I, I'm seeing all your, your scores and like, you're cheating every single night. Let's clean it up, you, you know? So it, it kind of brings that team atmosphere back in and uh, into nutrition, which let's, let's be honest, when has it ever really been there? And even in, yeah, that, no. even in that paleo setting of all the individual gyms, it's, this it, is me, I'm competing against you. Right. So it's it's never been about, dude. Let's do this all together. So how many times a year do you do these challenges? So now we do it three times a year. Um, for the first few years, we only did one a year, and then we were being asked like, "Yo, we want we want more." Um, we didn't want to be in front of people like, "Dude, you have to do our challenges all the time," because yeah. we wanted to really have it be genuine. So we do a resolution challenge in January. Duh, that makes yeah. sense, right? New Year's resolution. That's what I'm doing. Then we do, a, it's called a summertime challenge, which actually starts May 16th. Um, and that's a, it's a great one for people because it's the summer and most people, yeah, you're gonna be on vacation, you're gonna do this, but let's not lose everything we just did all year. Right. So, you know, and then for the new people in CrossFit, it's like, all right, the ability, the tool is there for, uh, for the owners um, and those that have plateaued that are like, yeah. I need something. So uh, that's, in, that's in May. And then we run our, it's called our championship challenge. Uh, it's in the fall. It's in September. So the summer's now at ended. Um, so it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's set up where these three challenges exist. We have our, our, our box owners. They're like, dude, I'm in. I'm in for all of them. I might pick one or two that I'm going to blow up. And then I'm going to cherry pick people that I'm like, come there. You know. You need this. It's, it's time. Um, so we've really, had your fun. Our whole, our whole company is, is based around honesty, truth clean everything we do all, all our products certified drug free but it's relationships and crossfit at the end of the day the, the basis of crossfit was about community sure. good community and our product we or our company we feel emulates that because we want a relationship with our box owners yeah we want a relationship with our people you go on lurong living on um uh challenges on youtube you'll see endless stories that are life changing. We have over 50,000 people that have run through our challenge platform. And that's, that's not just that's a awesome. number. That's, that's awesome. like, yeah. it's, that, that's, that's significant because it's, it's saying success and it's not, I mean, these success go look, they're real life, life changing yeah. stories of inspiration. Like I have a story and it's inspir inspiring for, for some people, but I look at people that are doing our challenge. I'm going, dude, you inspire me. There's nothing cooler than that. Yeah, I think too, like one thing you highlighted on is with having the gyms get a part of these and not making it so labor intensive on their end, where it's almost like they put in the system and it's so easy and simple for them to kind of monitor that it makes it where you probably get a lot better buy-in than if, you were, if they were sitting there weighing people's food yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah, and, and that's something even for, you know, for those box owners that have done in 2012 and guess what we've come a long way even since then we've streamlined validation because i want to make it as quick as humanly possible but we want to make it as fair as possible sure. so you know it's that's streamlined 
we tell them now, program the workouts. Like, it, it makes it easier. Um, you know, in terms of uh, if somebody wants to win a prize themselves individually, they have to video themselves. Yeah. They have to send it in, not you. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, you have a one-click button as an owner to email everyone in the challenge. One button clicks, emails everyone. Or you can individually email if you want. You can all, there's an interactive blog. So it's like a private Facebook page. Everyone on your team is there and you can interact with each other and post something. Great. So, hey, I'm at the grocery store, guys, I need help. I mean, we've heard this before. Literally, people are like, don't do this, or make sure you get that. Like, and it, it, it really is fun. And I, I think that's, that's especially good because with food, sometimes it's this thing where you can kind of feel alone in it because people have all these different relationships with food. So having the community keep you accountable, answer your questions, not feel like a psychopath if you're <laughs> wondering which bread you should buy or which meat should you buy. Um, I think that's what will really keep people involved is the fact that there's support from the other people around them, keeping them honest, keeping them accountable. 100%. Yeah. That's awesome. So what now? So overcame all these things in your baseball career and showed all these things and now you're with Lou Wrong and you're prospering which is amazing. What is your future? Because your soul, you said you write down all your goals and you, I'm sure you have a good idea of yeah. it so this isn't far fetched. What do you see for you in your future? So obviously, you know, grow Lou Wrong Living so this literally changes as many lives. It becomes a movement, um, you know, like CrossFit. I, I want people to think Lou Wrong Living and, and have it synonymous with life change. Um, so that's number one. Number two, uh, we are going to grow our product line. So I'll kind of forecast a little bit. We are going to come out with our fish oil, our protein, um, you know, things. But, Which I'm very excited about. Yeah, not, and not just, you know, I've always said if we're going to do any product ever, it's never just going to be to do it. It's going to be with validation, science, um, doctors, and, and, and cleanliness. So I know without a doubt right now the fish oil that we're coming out with, I mean, we have a, uh, it, it's a, a certified fish oil expert. He's a doctor, um, and he's come up with a formulation specific to the masses to, to make sure that, but our education is going to be there to support that, not just take a fish oil. Like, yeah. Why is yours better? Um, we're coming out with a, a beef collagen protein, um, three ingredients or less. And just like my doctor said, it's got all the BCAAs naturally occurring. It has your protein um, and then stevia and, and, and natural flavoring. So things that are, that I can hang my hat on and go, you know what? It might not taste like a sugary drink, Yeah, but but the people that are following us are gonna trust who we are, they're gonna feel comfortable taking yeah. that. Um, so, so those are just a couple things in, awesome. in growing this line where it's, we are the trusted brand and, and people love us and they wanna take whatever we come out with because they, they believe in it. So that's number two. Um, we're, my other thing is, I do, I do public speaking. So I wanna take my story out um, and, and, and get that message of perseverance, overcoming obstacles yep. and just life. And, it, and it's a true. It, it's ties to so many different things and so many people um, that every time I speak and I have people come up to me and say, "Oh my God, thank you," or "I learned this," or "Yeah, I can relate to this because there's there's almost nothing better." I was an entertainer for the first part of my life. Now I can impact the quality of people's lives on a day-to-day -day basis, other than just saying I'm escaping reality for a few hours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I would probably say the last thing is the knowledge and the passion that I have for, for the sport of baseball, um, to say I'll never get involved is not gonna be the case. Um, I wanna build the business up enough where 
I can go and, and do the baseball thing, whatever that means, yep. whether it's a front office, whether it's on the field manager, whether it's, it's just giving back. I've got to learn from Hall of Famers, some of the best players to ever play Major League Baseball, because I got to play for so many damn teams, which is good and bad, yeah. um, and at so many different levels, but I have a wealth of knowledge that I can give back. So, you know, I'm going to be doing that. I still, I still teach on the side, just only to help. Help the kids out, and when I see them get better, I'm like, yeah, this, it's all worth it. Um, so where, wherever, those, wherever that path leads me, um, I have the plan. But just like I had the plan to play Major League Baseball for a long time, yeah. I, I, I kind of say the, the adage of, you know, life throws you curveballs. You ever heard that? Yeah. Okh, okay, well, life threw me a 92-mile-hour fastball, and it drilled me in the back of the head. So you don't know where your path is going to go. You might veer, but that's, the, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and that's what I'm shooting for. That's so. awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. good. I love this story. <laughs> it's good. So if, uh, if people were, were looking out for you, trying to find a little bit more information, maybe about you personally or Lou Living, where would they find this well, I mean, Lou, the challenge is May 16th. The May next 16th. Challenge, so there's still yeah. time to get in there. Oh, yeah. Registration what? doesn't even go live until uh, uh, April 4th. And where is that at? Uh, ChallengeSeries.LuRongLiving.com. So I know it's a long name, but ChallengeSeries.LuRongLiving.com. We'll yeah, we'll definitely we'll put, it in the notes. put it in the notes. Um, Maybe a little click tag. Yeah, yeah um, I think I have a uh, an, an Instagram which is Adam Greenberg ten, and I say I think because I'm pretty sure. Um, my Facebook is probably Adam Greenberg. Yep. I would imagine. So there we go. Um, but LuRongLiving.com is our main website, and, and and if you go there now, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing an evolution. Things are gonna start to change. Cool. Uh, coming out with a whole doctor section, you know, kind of get my story out there a little bit more. Um, but you can certainly Google my story and check out the Today Show and the things that I've been on, because uh, you know, at least for me, when I watch it, I, it still gives me chills and goosebumps, because um, it it's, it was just a pretty cool experience. Yeah. So that's great. Thank you so much for taking time today. Absolutely. Come Thank you so much. Yeah. Paul, you want to close us out? Yeah, sure. And uh, if you're looking to find more about Not All About Fitness podcast, go to www.notallaboutfitness.com. Instagram at Not All About Fitness. Snapchat coming soon. Same name. iTunes. iTunes. I always forget this part. Uh, hit like and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a follow. And uh, check us out for some more uh, upcoming updates. Thanks, guys. Boom, baby. <laughs>